Good morning, everybody. It's your girl, YA, with another episode of Shut Up, God is Talking. Yes, that's what I said. I said it's time to shut up because God is talking. Yes, you might find that hilarious, but that is the title of my book that I wrote a few years ago. I actually wrote it in 2017, and it's a journal to guide you to zipping your lip and hearing from the Lord. And I want to ask you a question. How many times have you prayed a prayer to God? You told him everything that was on your heart, and then you got up and went on about your business without waiting for an answer. A lot of us are guilty of that. I was listening to Bishop G.E. Patterson, and he said that, you know, he... (laughs) He had people to call him and say, hey, good morning, Bishop, how you doing? And he say he'd open his mouth to tell him how he was doing. And they say, yes, anyway, as I was saying, I went outside the other day. And did you know that the sun wasn't shining? It started to rain. Then after I went around the corner, I was going to get some groceries. And I didn't have enough money to buy groceries. So my best friend let me borrow some money. And they just went on and on and on. And then he said, all right, Bishop, I'll see you later. It was good talking to you. And he said he didn't get not one word in. He said, sometimes that's the way we do the Lord. Wow. When he said that, it really got my attention. Like how many times have we gotten down on our knees to pray, but didn't actually wait for the Lord to give us an answer? Hmm. That's food for thought, isn't it? Well, I'm going to talk to you today about what the Bible says about prayer. Okay. So the first thing is, is that prayer is a direct communication with God, according to Matthew six chapter and the ninth through the 13th verse. You remember Jesus said, when you pray, say our father who art in heaven. So it is a direct communication with your father who's in heaven. So How can we get prayers answered? What are the requirements for that? I have a lot of people that say, you know, how can I get my prayers answered? I need for God to answer my prayers. I've been praying to him for quite some time and my prayers aren't being answered. Well, you have to abide in God. You have to be saved. That is one of the major requirements. If you read John, the 15th chapter in the seventh verse, it says, if ye abide in me and my words abide in you, you shall ask what ye will and it shall be done unto you. Ask God for whatever you want. If you are abiding in him, if you're living righteous, you're living holy, you're doing everything in your power to live for God, you need to ask. The next thing is you have to believe You got to believe that God is God and he can do anything but fail. Mark 11 and 24 says, therefore, I say unto you, what things soever ye desire when ye pray, believe that ye receive them and ye shall have them. I am believing on today that I have my new car. I am believing on today that I have my new house. I am believing on today, and some of you might be saying, why is she being so carnal? Like, why doesn't she ask for spiritual things? Well, the Bible says first naturally, then spiritually. I have to live on this earth, right? And while I'm here, I may as well enjoy my time here. So I'm going to ask for what I desire. I'm not asking amiss. 
when I ask for God to bless me. Because guess what? When God blesses me, everybody sees the blessings, even the sinners and those haters and those naysayers that say God isn't real. They have to look at your life and be like, hmm, maybe there is some validity to this God that this person is serving. Because every time I turn around, they're being blessed. Yes, it's time for you to be blessed. The Bible tells us to let our light so shine. How can our light shine if we're constantly in darkness, if we're constantly needing something, if we're constantly desiring something? Who's going to want to live for God if none of their needs are met? If they're looking at you and you're constantly struggling and you're supposed to be a child of God, how can you be an example of God's love? That's a good question, isn't it? Well, you can be an example by being a blessing and being blessed. Showing everybody what God has done for you. Not boasting in yourself, but boasting in God. Saying, if it wasn't for God, I would still be in the projects. I'd still be digging in my cushions for quarters and nickels and dimes. Yes, I've been there. Go out to the car. Look under the seats. See if you can find something. Empty all the pockets. Look through the laundry. And then you finally get enough to buy some ramen noodles and something to drink to go with it. And maybe a can of fruit. I've been there. I've been there where you come home and you turn on your water and, and the water runs and then there's nothing left. Water's turned off. I've been there where the electricity is out. Come home and you flick a switch and the light doesn't come on. Yes. I have been there. So I know what it's like not to have, but I tell you what, I'm not accepting that anymore. I am not accepting that anymore. I am going to ask God for what I desire because I believe that he is the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob. He's the God that parted the Red Sea. So that the Israelites, our ancestors, could walk on dry land. Yes, that's the God we serve. <laughs> Forgive. Here's the other contingency to getting your prayers answered. You have to forgive. You have to forgive. And that's a tough one for a lot of people because some of you have been really, really hurt. Like severely hurt as a child all the way up into an adult. And I'm going to tell you just from experience, you've never experienced hurt until you've dealt with rejection from your family, your mother, your father, your loved ones, your friends. And have you noticed that rejection is something that doesn't just start with one individual? The enemy keeps pounding at you with it, like he'll let you go to the grocery store and they'll take somebody's order before they'll uh, they'll say next and they'll call somebody else to the counter knowing that you were standing there, you know, or a retail store or gas station. Any place you go, you'll deal with rejection. Why? Because that's a demonic spirit. And that demonic spirit wants you to end your life, wants you to feel like you're by yourself, you know, and for the first time. In a very long time, I had to accept that my dad was gone. 
I had to accept that. Because the person that I had in my life that was like a mother figure to me, I, I felt in some way, form or fashion that I had to grow up, that I had to depend completely on God. God was letting me know, you've got to depend on me. You cannot put your trust in people. And that spirit of rejection tried to creep up. But sometimes when you are blinded and you're not in prayer, the enemy can sneak something up on you. But next time you start feeling that way, where you're feeling like you're rejected, I want you to just stop, drop, and pray. And rebuke that spirit of rejection and open up your heart to becoming a heart of forgiveness. Will you forgive every last one of the people in your life who said or done things to cause you to feel rejected? Once you forgive, it says in Mark 11 and 25, And when ye stand praying, forgive if ye have aught against any, that your Father also which is in heaven may forgive you your trespasses. Forgive. The next thing is pray in the spirit. Don't guess how to pray. Don't try to guess what you should say. Don't try to get this long, eloquent, beautiful speech because God is not paying attention to that. He's praying to the broken and contrite spirit and he's praying to those of us who pray in the spirit. What does praying in the spirit mean? That means that the spirit is leading you and telling you what to say. You're not making up stuff to sound good. You're actually praying in the spirit with what the Holy Ghost tells you to say. That's what you say. It says, uh, likewise, the spirit also helpeth our infirmities. For we know not what we should pray for as we ought. But the spirit itself maketh intercession for us with groans that cannot be uttered. Pray in the spirit. And when you pray in the spirit, it's, that's Romans, the eighth chapter and the 26th verse. When you pray in the spirit, then the Holy Spirit talks to God ways that we cannot communicate with him. He gives us exactly what to say so that we're not offensive to God. He says what my brother is trying to say is he loves you, Father, and can you please bless him according to your word that says he's blessing the city. He's blessed in the field. He's blessed when he comes and goes. He's saying what she's trying to say, Father, is she's trying to say, Father, she loves you. And she's appreciative of everything you've given her. And that she's asking according to Matthew 7 and 7. It says, ask and it shall be given. Seek and ye shall find. Knock and the door shall be opened unto her. She is asking according to your word. See, when the Holy Ghost makes intercession for us. That's when you definitely know your prayers are going to be answered. Now, here are different ways to pray. The first way is to pray God's word. Remind God of his promise. According to Isaiah 43 and 26. Pray for a sign, just like Gideon did in Judges 6 and 36. He prayed for a sign. He said, God, so if this is your will, I'm going to lay out this fleece and see if it gets wet while the ground is dry. Okay, let me try it again. 
God, I'm going to lay out this fleece and see if it gets if it stays dry while the ground is wet. That's how we should talk to God. We should ask him for a sign. A lot of us have been in some crazy situations with some crazy people because we didn't ask for a sign. We just hop right in. They're nice looking. They love how to talk to me. They are eloquent of speech. I want this person in my life. Next thing you know, you're like, God, please get this person out of my life. This is the worst mistake I've ever made. And God is like, did you pray about it? Did you ask me for a sign? Well, I might just let you deal with this person for a little while so you learn your lesson. I don't like those lessons. <laughs> and it could even be pertaining to a friend, to people that you've befriended. It doesn't necessarily have to be an intimate relationship. It could be a friendship. And God is telling you, uh-uh, don't bring that person to your house. Don't let that person be your friend. They're going to influence and change your whole entire world. Yes, people do that nowadays. They don't change your life alone. They try, to, they try to change your whole entire world. People nowadays are playing for keeps. Have you noticed that? Well, the next thing is pray with expectancy. 2 Kings, the 6th chapter and 17th verse says, And Elisha prayed and said, Lord, I pray thee, open his eyes that he may see. And the Lord opened the eyes of the young man. Sometimes... We just need to pray a simple prayer. God, open my son's eyes so that he can see you and stop sinning. Open my daughter's eyes so that she can see you and stop sinning. Simple prayer. God hears you. Every time I pray that prayer, I get a phone call. Oh, man, I just had a dream the other night. I need you to pray for me. Oh, that dream troubled me. And I'll be thinking to myself, huh? Yes, I'm sure it did. You're going to have another one, too, because I pray for the Lord to open your eyes. <laughs> and the last thing is rest in the Lord when you pray. Rest in him, knowing that he's already answered your prayer. Read Acts, the 12th chapter and the third through the 19th verse. When Peter, Peter was locked in jail between those two uh, guards, he was just sleeping and relaxing. <laughs> and resting he was so deep in sleep till the angel when the angel came to rescue him he was trying to figure out whether he was asleep or awake now that's what I call trusting God because more than likely they were supposed to kill him the next day so trust God rest in him know that he's going to answer your prayers pray the simplest prayer don't try to say something like everybody else say what the Holy Spirit gives you and I'm telling you, God is going to answer you. He's going to answer you. He's not forgotten you. He said, I will be with you always, even until the end of the earth. So know that God has not forgotten you and that he loves you. And I want you to have a glorious rest of the day. I have really enjoyed my time talking to you. And I hope that you heard the Lord talking to you as I spoke, as I was a willing vessel for God to speak. If you'd like to connect with me, you can always contact me via email. Go to seedofsuccessatoutlook.com. I'm sorry, my tongue got tangled up. Go to seedofsuccessatoutlook.com. That's my email and write me a letter. 
I'll respond. And some of you have been really picking up that book, that journal called Shut Up, God is Talking. You you are really telling your friends and family about that. And I really appreciate you stopping by Amazon and buying the book, Shut Up, God is Talking, by author Adrian Reed Oliver. Look it up. It's a wonderful journal. It has scriptures to guide you along the way. It's got quotes from my grandpa, who was a, a superintendent in the church, from my dad, who was a pastor in the church, who from my mom, who's a church mother, and my grandmother. I'm telling you, there are some, some very neat nuggets in that book. And there's a journal, actually, too, where you can write down what your thoughts are from day to day to help you and guide you. There are scriptures that will tell you what you should say in order to get your prayers answered. I love that journal. It's a beautiful book. So if you want that book, stop by Amazon and pick it up. Go get yours. Get your copy. Get your copy. And then lastly, if you'd like to be a blessing to the ministry, you can bless me at dollar sign A-R-E-E-D-O. Or you can just join me as a friend on Facebook. And guess what my page is called? You guessed it. It's called Shut Up, God is Talking. (laughs) Well, I look forward to speaking to you again. I look forward to the next pieces of wisdom that I'm going to be able to uh, give to you through the Holy Spirit. And I pray that your day is glorious. Until next time. Be blessed. Bye-bye.